Boxing Freaks, welcome to an episode of the Jay and Barry Boxing Podcast. I am your host, Whiskey Jay, and we're going to do some reviewing of this past weekend's fights. We got Diaz, Fortuna, Ramirez, Barrera, Poirier, Connor, McGregor, man broke his foot, basically. I mean, it's, it's a meme now. I think everyone's seen the memes. He's a meme. And plenty of other boxing news, boxing topics. But ladies and gentlemen, you guys know I don't do this by myself. I do have my co-host. He's here right now with a tank top showing off his fucking guns. The man, the myth, the legend, B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray? <laughs> hey, man, it's hot. It's hot in here. It and, is hot. You know? Come on. Break a leg. <laughs> Literally. 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 <laughs> well, B-Ray, oh, you, man. Me- you mentioned it. Yes. So, for months we've been having a fan say, when are you guys going to review a MMA fight? When are you guys going to talk about MMA? Right. When, when, when? Wow, wow, wow. Well, we decided, okay, you know what? Conor McGregor's going to fight this weekend. Let This past weekend, let's talk about him. So we, we gave our predictions. I said that Dustin Poirier was going to win third round submission. You were kind of going steward towards me because, you know, you're not a big MMA fan. Not a big MMA expert. Exactly. You weren't confident in your picks. So you said, oh, I'll go where you're going to go. I, I, actually, no. I mean, if I remember, yeah, you, in a way, yes. But, in, but like you said, I, for a fucking round, I picked Conor because he... Proper number 12 was probably going to give him good luck. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It did not. It really did not. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, I, again, yeah, I'm not a, a huge expert on it. Um, I can't say I'm a huge, huge fan of the UFC MMA. So I can't say that, right? But, of course, um, I, I would never say no, right, to if somebody invite me, hey, want to watch these... Uh, UFC fights, MMA fights. I'm like, sure, why not? I go. They're, they were pretty good. But again, I'm not a huge fan. But uh, this was very interesting to see. Yes, and, and ugly. So, so this uh, this week we went to go see uh, Black Widow. Yes, we had oh, to go get we had to go movie. get great movie. Mm-hmm. We went to go get some Korean barbecue, oh. great food, yes. and we made it just in time for the walkout for Conor McGregor. Right on time. Right on time. Yep. Right on time. And so right now we have the highlights. And so, B-Rate, what were your expectations going into this fight? Now, you have not seen Dustin Poirier, Conor one. You didn't see Poirier, uh, McGregor Poirier two. So, walking into this this fight, what were your expectations? What were you thinking? I know you had to have read people's reviews or predictions. Yeah. So, what were you going into this fight with? I was expecting uh, for so the first round, I wasn't really expecting for them to basically what we did see. But I didn't expect to end it there. Like I did expect for Perry, you know, to him for him to really dominate Connor towards the end. 
But I, as I was watching it, right, the first maybe minute, I, I'm thinking this might end in the second round. Yeah. So, so you from what you were seeing, you said, okay, this is gonna. To me, I was like second round before you know everything before you saw um Connor trying to do the guillotine and everything. Part of me already the first minute I go, this might you know they might finish the first round, but in the second it might end. That was my expectation. Mm-hmm. So Connor was a, uh, a an underdog on. Plus 110, he's an underdog. Yeah. He, was a, he was a huge underdog in this fight. People had no faith in it. Poirier was walking in here, a, a minus 139, a heavy favorite. Um, look, I said it on last week's show, mm-hmm. our, our prediction episode. I said McGregor, McGregor was great. I, I, he had a great run. But when you got $100 million, you know, and you stop doing MMA, the, the, the sport continues without you, bro. And I think we saw the example of this. Like, perfect example. We're watching the highlights. McGregor's walking in. First thing he does is a spinning kick, calf kicks. And to me, I was like, wait, so that's that was your adjustments. That was This is what you learned from the first fight is you're going to take it to him. And look, Poirier kicks McGregor right away. And McGregor switches stance like, oh, I didn't like that kick. Yep. To me, it's like, uh, McGregor's good. But I think what killed McGregor was his own fame. His Which, own fame. Look, Poirier, mm-hmm. Poirier had no fear in McGregor striking. No, not at all. Uh, he was willing to exchange calf kick for calf kick. And then when Poirier was able to handle, do, they would do the clinch. You know, he went in there and out of character, McGregor does a fucking guillotine choke. Yeah. Out of character. Out of really out of character like, because I, I, that's I, not his specialty, right? <laughs> no one's ever accused, no one's ever said Conor McGregor is one of the best submission artists in MMA. I remember telling you that. Like, I, I don't know so much about Conor other than the, the, the smack talks. I've never, not once ever heard, he's a good, like, grappler, and, good submission holder. No, never. And you were freaking out. I think he, he had it. And I go, no, he doesn't. No, no he doesn't. telling me, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he, doesn't have, he, doesn't, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have it locked in. Because, obviously, to me, it's like, oh, it looks like he got it. But you, right off the bat, no, he doesn't, which he did not. And then he did not have Poirier's it. landing elbows, punches. <laughs> McGregor landed a couple good uh, uh, heel kicks, a couple good uh, elbow, shots. elbow shots. But... I mean, let's just be honest. Poirier dominated the, 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 the what, almost, what, three minutes of that round? Yeah, I want to say three or two minutes. He dominated him. Minutes, huh? I think you you were starting to see what, what the pattern in that fight was going to be. Yep. I, and I know the McGregor fans are going to be like, well, no, we, we, you know, you don't know that. No, no, I mean, you, you were seeing what the pattern was going to be. Because right away, Poirier, I mean, Poirier didn't respect Conor striking anymore. He was willing to get in the fire with him. The kicks weren't going to happen. And then at the end of the six-minute mark, they decided to exchange. They both missed, and Connor twisted that fucking ankle. Yeah. And they look at him. He went down, and I mean, I think it was going to be inevitable. The, it was, I, I you're know. right. It was the. It was, he. It was bound to happen. Meaning, like he he was gonna he was gonna go down. I think he was gonna get knocked out. He was gonna get. Knocked I think out. he was gonna get knocked out, or he was gonna get submitted. I I just don't see it. Like I'm watching it again. I mean, Poirier Poirier took the kicks. He checked one of the kicks. He kicked Connor. Connor didn't like the kick. Poirier landed a couple good clean, clean shots on him. McGregor, um, uh, Poirier went in for the clinch. McGregor accepted the clinch and tried to go for a guillotine. Mm-hmm. And then for the rest of the fight, is on is on the ground fighting. Yep. Trying to fight him off. He's he he was huffing and puffing. I mean, it's not a great look for him. And you know, of course, he had the Anderson Silva situation, which he you know in in front of everybody. Yep. Messed up his leg. Messed up his leg. It really did. I mean, where does he go from here, B-Ray? I mean, it's oh my god. Be, be, before I I, I I I answer that question, if you got you, <laughs> we did make jokes like, huh, I hope nobody breaks their legs today, not knowing what was gonna happen. So I, I gotta know. mention that. Thought that was funny. Uh, where does he go uh, after the fight? I did tell you, 
there's this this is no way for him to come back and just fight for the know, title for a title or anybody like you get me like how can you sell this so to me I look at this way he probably will desperately fight one of the one of the Paul brothers you think so for one big payday one last payday two big two big paydays if he wants both of them right okay if he wants both of them he might just do that that's the only fucking direction, reasonable direction, give me, or the one that makes sense yeah. for him to go. Because for him, for sure, no rematch, even though he says, oh, you know, there's, there's some unfinished business. No. The, no I mean, there is unfinished business because the fight ended in a. Which he wanted to be called a Dr. Stoppage. Not a TKO. Not a TKO. Dr. Stoppage. <laughs> he yelled for it. He made sure for that. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised that his team is in a freaking send an injunction to have it overturned as a Dr. Stoppage. Conor McGregor's the type of guy he needs to win. He needs to win the mental game in the sense he of does. like, you know, like perfect example uh, when he. I think I think we posted. I think I posted the meme right now. Let me see I if, think so. Let me read the meme if I have I, it on here. I don't know if it's the same one, but I saw one with Floyd. He lost to Floyd. Oh, we'll, we'll meet, meet me in the cage. Yeah, I forgot the other ones. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's right here. It was something like that. It's very true. It's so like Conor's Conor's excuses after a loss tells Mayweather meet me in the bottom. Meet me without boxing. There you go. Uh, first is Khabib, meet me without wrestling. <laughs> Poirier, meet me without kicking. So then it says, Conor McGregor literally wants a fight where there's no boxing, no wrestling, no kicking. What the fuck, then? <laughs> I mean, look, like I said it again. I said it before, I said it again. Conor McGregor was great. You know, he had a great run. He was knocking guys out. Mystic Mac. You know, people were starting to believe, believe in him. And then he, he decided to go to boxing. And forgot what got him to the dance it wasn't his boxing. It was his, his it was his, his MMA ability, the abilities he he did in MMA, and then you know making a hundred million dollars. You forget about this, you know. And like I said, the, the MMA is still a young sport. It's still it's still maturing. It's still young. I mean, it's not like boxing. It's a hundred years, hundred plus years for, you know, the evolution of boxing. It's it's rare now. Like it's you mm-hmm. now we're looking for the special ones that. Are the most complete fighters in everything, defense, offense, you know, foot movement, everything. MMA, you know, it's it's still evolving. Yeah. And like I said, when you're someone like Connor, when you're out of the sport for that long, like he was, guess what? The sport didn't stop. It continued and it evolved. And we're, we're we saw that. It's like he's stuck in the past. His style stuck in the you, past. You like, yeah, you like you we saw it. right now. His. His his way to answer what he 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 felt was, I was just off that night. Was I'm just gonna kick him. But we just saw right now. First thing he did, right? First thing he did was spinning heel kick. Yep. Uh, try to kick him in the thighs. Yep. Then Poirier was like, okay, let me kick you. And then right away when Connor took that kick, he didn't like it. And then switched stance like, oh no no, I don't want the, I don't want to hit you this like. And then when Poirier was able to cut the distance, and got the clinch. You could have easily tried to push him off or try to get back onto yep. your feet. You took for the guillotine. It's almost like you you realize it's almost like he submitted without submitting. Coin, okay, I, I, this didn't work. I don't know what's gonna work then. Mm-hmm. Let me do this. Let me guillotine him because it was an out of character thing. Yep. To me, that was an out of character of Conor McGregor. That's a bad idea. You know what I mean? Yep. It's almost like he was looking. He was hoping for the hail mary. It's like the the guillotine was his his hail mary pass. Let me see if I can get him. And Poirier even said, there was a moment where he locked it on on me. And, uh, I thought, shit, he probably got me. <laughs> he, thought, he said it. Like, ah, yep. shit, he, he almost got me. 
you know, but I composed myself. And, and I mean, all respect to the Dustin Poirier. Dustin the Diamond Poirier, he did a great job. Also, good sportsman. I think Very he said good it. Very he, Of course, you, you bash the fighter because guess what? You, you're right. You don't say you're going to kill somebody. He said, whatever, say what you want about my wife. I tr- I know my wife wouldn't go for a guy like you. <laughs> whatever, I don't give a shit. But don't threaten to kill somebody because people can actually die in these type of sports events. Like, and it's true. I mean, Very people true. have died in boxing, MMA too. You don't say something like that. That's You can't come back from something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's personal. Do I think, uh, do I agree with you that it's over for McGregor? I want to give McGregor, I don't think, I don't think we're going to see McGregor fight. Uh, fighting a top five guy, I think if he comes back, he might fight like a lower tier guy, maybe like twelve. See what he got. But I do agree that he is probably gonna take the the Jake Paul Logan Paul fights. Yeah, because really, honestly, th- those would be the ones that make him the the bunny. I mean, yeah, like you said, he might come back and fight these guys, fight guys who are probably like in the top twenty, fifteen. But again. How, how are you going to sell that very much? And, he, and then I know the, he did an interview with Stephen A. Smith going, I'm still looking for that Mayweather rematch. Mayweather's not going to yeah, give you no, a fight. He's not. He's done. He's done with you. And after this, like, how are you going to sell Mayweather fight? Like, for real. I mean, not even Pacquiao's going to take that fight. No, not even, no, exactly. Not even Pacquiao will take like, that fight, no. You're, maybe Chavez Jr. will take a fight with you. But maybe. other than that, I mean, I don't really see it. I, you know what? Not even. I think McGregor would come back. I'll say this. I think McGregor comes back and fights Diaz for a third fight. I know that's like that's his kind of like golden ticket. Which I'm surprised that ne- that trilogy never happened. Because they know that fight's always going to be there and that fight's always going to sell. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's gonna, I think his, his comeback fight would be against Diaz. He could do that. I forgot about that. I think Diaz. I think because I, I don't know with Diaz. I've I just been hearing about how... I, I don't know if, I'm, if it's true. He had some uh, not very nice things with the UFC... Well, it's an off-again, on-again relationship. Right, is that what it is? But he just fought, too, and he lost. But, I mean, Diaz is still a tough fight. And, I mean, those guys make for good, entertaining fights mm-hmm. and good, entertaining um, conferences. Yeah, well, but that for sure. But, ladies and gentlemen, that was our take on <laughs> MMA's UFC 264. But the shit he was saying after McGregor. Oh, uh, <laughs> she stole my DMs. <laughs> he needs to win. He needs to, like, he's, he's, he's like the type of guy that... He knows he lost, but he needs to win some type of ground. Right. Like he needs it. Like uh, like when he lost to Mayweather, and he goes, "Oh, I I, I hit you." Well, no, well, no, no, well, no, shit. You know, of course you you landed a glove on me. Like or against uh, Khabib. Oh, I won one round. Yeah, but you lost the rest of the fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or when he lost to Diaz the first time. Hey, but I but I busted him up. Yeah, but he beat the shit and submitted you. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, you know, like it's kind of um. Against Poirier. Oh, it's because he leg kicked me. Well, no shit. It's a fight, asshole. Of course. Fight. It's almost like he needs that excuse of like, oh, well. You know what I mean? It's... He's the type of guy that won't accept. He'll he'll take the defeat, but he he has to come. He has to have the final say. Yeah. But it's funny how he kept saying like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have you leaving in a, in a, in a what did he say? Like, in a oh, he, he said he was going to leave uh, Dustin Poirier. He, the, Dustin Poirier was going to leave in a stretcher. Yeah. Well, look who left in the stretcher now. Yes. Yeah. So, exactly. That's a review right there. <laughs> I mean, and I mean that was our take on UFC mm-hmm. 264. Yep. I liked it. I liked it. I hope yeah. the fans liked our preview, our, our prediction, and liked our explanation. Or right now, our uh, was it review? A review. A review. A review. The fight. I hope you enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but be right. So Friday night, I was recording Ram Alcoholics, yes. but you were, you know, the correspondent for JMB yep. Boxing. You stayed up and watched the DAZN fight. 
And we just finished watching Sinicia Strada. Um, let me go back. Uh, I forget. Uh, was it? I, think her, I think her last name was a Tsunami. Tsunami. We what go. were your thoughts on Sinicia Strada? She won, of course, by decision. Um, let me see if I can play some of the highlights again while we're talking yeah, about yeah. this. So Sinicia she, Strada fought yes, uh-huh. for the WBO, I think, what, Featherweight? Featherweight, I want to say, or Bandweight. I think probably Bantamweight title. What were your thoughts on Sinicia Strada, the tail of the tape? For oh, uh, light flyweight, one hundred eight. So yeah, okay. Life uh, WBO light flyweight title. Um, what were your thoughts? Again, uh, the tsunami was 12, 28 wins, twelve losses, one draw, sixteen KOs towards Sinisa Strada, which is twenty wins, eight knockouts. What were your thoughts on this you fight? Know, I just come to think of it, it's I, I don't know. It's almost describing what we're also going to describe a, a little bit of the Jojo Diaz. Jojo Diaz. Um, she kind of, she, how was someone looking for? Um, she kind of like had a hard time that, that night. Yeah. She got the victory, right? She got it done. Um, but she really, she really did struggle uh, with the tsunami girl. She really did. And they kept saying because the, her opponent, she was a natural bigger person. Mm-hmm. So it made really made sense. She just kept coming forward, the tsunami girl. And I think that's what made it a little uncomfortable. So basically, so what I thought it was good. She didn't look at her best. She even admitted it. She gave herself, I think, a C minus, but she got the job done. So, you know, hats off to her, man. I think she needs a type of fights. I think though, I think once in a while you're gonna encounter a fight where, you know, you're winning, but you're not, you're not as flashy. I no. mean, it's like yeah. Sunny is a flashy fighter, great mm-hmm. foot movement, combination punches like crazy. Um, there were moments I saw in this fight where she would land some blistering combinations. And then it's almost like she paused for a minute to see how she tsunami would react, and tsunami tsunami was just right back just at her. Right back at her. And yeah. it, to me, it kind of I think it took her off her game. Like wait, 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 wait you should be intimidated. You should be, you should say, be scared of yeah. You should have been scared. My power. <laughs> yeah, or respect the hand speed. Yep. And it was more neck. Nah. <laughs> yeah. And she, she took the fight to her. Yep. She even landed the leather on her, and uh, she did. I think she did a great job. She, you know, she. Stayed composed, stuck to the game plan. Mm-hmm. She never once tried to be something that she was not. At the end, she was landing those body shots, and I feel those body shots were starting to be starting to wear down Tsunami. But I mean, what kills it is these two minute fucking rounds for these girls. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, Jesus, California, uh, let these girls fight three minute rounds for Jesus for fuck's sakes. You guys allow women to fight five minute rounds at MMA. Why can't we allow women to do I three have, minutes? I totally agree. I think it's uh, we're still in this. It could have been a different fight, maybe if they had an extra minute. I think so. I think it would have been a different fight. I think uh, I think maybe Sanisha would have been trying to land those body shots, but I mean, in two minutes she did pretty good. I I think uh, I think maybe she needs to adjust and, and not to be too flashy. Like mm. I, and she throws unnecessary punches once in a while. I notice. Other than that, she's pretty good, and, and this was a great learning lesson. It was a good, for sure. It yeah. was a great this learning a experience learning against lesson. a veteran like Tsunami. So I'll, I'll give her all the credit. Right. I thought it was a great fight. I saw it. Um, I didn't. We didn't get a chance to go there. We were planning to go there, but oh, we didn't man. get a chance to. Really Next time there's a fight out here in LA, we'll make sure we go. For sure. But um, good fight. She deserved the win. I know for that. Sure. Uh, was it Marlene? Marlene Estrada once. No, no, Marlene Estrada. Oh my God, I forgot her name. I forgot her name too. Damn it. But uh, they fought on the. I believe it was in the undercard of Canelo Kovalev. I could be wrong. I think that was the undercard for that. And the, the, uh, she won. I started one by... Uh, Marlene Esparza. Marlene, Marlene Esparza wants a, yeah, once a crack at that. they stopped it right because she was uh, really bleeding a whole lot uh, on the head. Yeah, she was there. And, of course, they asked Estrada if she wanted a rematch. But, uh, again, she says, nope, no need to. I already beat her. <laughs> uh, so, looks like she's going to move She's gonna move on. <laughs> 
she's gonna move on. She's gonna move on, really. Yep. I mean, I don't know too much of the division what it is for her, but yeah, me too. like I said it, I said on the on the preview episode, our prediction episode, she has a great background story. You know, she's a pretty mm-hmm. girl. The Golden Boy should take a page off of UFC and promote her like they did with Ronda yeah, Rousey. Sure. I think that's how you promote this girl. She's she's flashy. She's good looking. You know, you can do a lot with mm-hmm. this, and you know, and I mean, I don't know. I mean. I don't know the depth of the light, the bantamweight, light, yeah, lightweight yeah. division, but if she needs to move up in weight and she feels comfortable, why not? But we'll see what happens yeah, next. We'll see. All right, um, you want to do a Diaz fight or you want to do the Ramirez? Uh, up to you. Let's do Ramirez. All right. Let's do the... Where's the where's the highlights for this one? Uh, right, no, the, all the highlights. Uh, yeah, there you go. So, Sue the Ramirez versus Burr highlights. It's presented by AutoZone on the zone. <laughs> All right, so Sula Ramirez was making what second fight at light heavyweight I so. against Sullivan Barrera, who I said was a battle test at light heavyweight. B Ray, what were your thoughts on this? I said it was going to go the distance. Um, I think you said was uh, distance as well too, I right? I think like, distance as well. I think I believe I said. So I was pretty surprised by. I was kind of surprised by the knockout. Of course, I didn't really see it live. I did went out to get a, you know, on a run and to get some sweets. <laughs> okay. So I didn't really get to see it. I, I had to wait till I came back. So. Pretty good. Just, yeah, it did surprise me of that fourth round knockout. I mean, Ramirez pretty tall. It looks like he's he's fit, he fits in well in the light heavyweight division. You can just tell by the back he fits pretty good. Um, Sullivan Barrow, like I said, fought Andre Ward, fought Jesse Hart. That was the most, the most common opponent both guys had. Yeah. You know, Ramirez fought Hart twice, and then Barrow uh, lost to Hart. Um, I, kinda, I don't know. I, I wasn't too impressed with this the performance. You know, yeah, he won fourth round, not fourth round knockout. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't too impressed with the Sword of Ramirez. I mean, uh, I I was laughing at the announce team saying that you know he up and left <laughs> Golden Boy, he up and left top rank to go to Golden Boy because who doesn't want to get promoted by Oscar De La Hoya? Which we all know that most likely they dangled the Canelo carrot, and that's why he yeah. signed with Golden yeah, Boy. <laughs> and may, maybe that's why I wasn't this that interested in it because it's kind of. Who is he going to fight? I know they're throwing Dimitri Bivol, who is also um, with Matchroom and is fighting under the zone. Maybe that's a fight they can do in the future. Yep. But this fight, in the indication, like, let's just, you know, say Golden Boy is able to work it out with Canelo and make a fight. Any indication or excitement for this guy to fight Canelo? Uh, not really so far. Or anybody in the light, heavy, uh, light heavyweight division? The light heavyweight division? Um, God, I, I think we did mention some of those names. At light heavyweight. Oh my god, I forgot his name. I don't. I don't think it is Bivol, but there were some where I, I felt like that's that is that would be pretty exciting. But, I, but I, of course at the at the end I always say that's gonna be very that's gonna be very challenging. I want to say almost anybody, especially anyone decent at one seventy five, that's gonna be very dangerous for Canelo. So I got um Arthur uh, Arthur Beterbiev. Dimitri Bivol, Joe Smith Jr., Sergey Kovalev, Gilberto Ramirez, John Pascal. Well, Pascal's pretty much out because yeah, yeah, yeah. Of whatever. Uh, um, Elderly Alvarez, Maxam Balusev, Badu Jack, Marcus Brown. To be honest, I would not be surprised if the zone sets up Kovalev in this. Kovalev, had, I think Kovalev that. has two fights with the zone. Yeah. After the Canelo one fight, they offered him a they offered him a two fight deal with the zone yeah, yeah. for I think what. Uh, X amount of money. I think so. Yes. I mean, you, Kovalev. I mean, they could give him Kovalev. That body shot. That was a delayed body <laughs> oh, shot. Yeah. 
I, I even I was like, oh, that even hurt me when I saw that yeah. body shot. <laughs> I mean, Ber- Barrera just seemed outgunned. You know, he didn't look fresh. He didn't. It's almost like he. Can I say? It's almost like he was just hoping this fight went the distance and, he and maybe wouldn't take that much punishment. Like, he didn't seem like he went in there to try to win the fight. More like he tried to go in there to survive. Like, he never once did I feel that Barrera was a threat in this fight. Yeah. Was Is that my... Do I, is am I the only one thinking that here? It, it could be, man. It could be that was the case. Yeah, because I just don't feel like he was walking in there like... It's almost like he he said, maybe if I don't if I don't hit Ramirez hard, Ramirez won't go after me. And Ramirez is like, I don't think he got that memo. No. And Ramirez went in there to, to land some leather. Look at that body shot. That just, ooh, like, it was a delay. Like, yeah. He didn't see that coming. Um, But, yeah, I just never saw him. I didn't see him, like, I never saw him trying to change the tide of the fight. Like, I felt that he was going to start weathering him down. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like Burrow seemed to me, like I said again, Burr looked like a guy that, like, if I don't hit him hard, Ramirez won't hit me hard yeah. type. But, like, maybe we'll have this unspoken agreement. And, like I said, I think Ramirez probably never heard about that agreement and went in there. And then, of course, in the fourth round, went after him. But, um, to me, I, I'm going to probably say that Golden Boy's going to try to get him the Kovalev fight. I think for two reasons. You want a notable name. Barrera is a notable name in that I hit yeah. division. Kovalev. You, you want to do the comparison of, you know, Canelo. Canelo. Look what Canelo did. Look what yeah. Ramirez is going to do. Um, that's the way I think the Golden Boy's gonna go at it now. They might do that, especially Kovalev. I think they might feed him to, Co- to you think Kovalev. Feed- and Kovalev at this moment is like, eh. Right. So I, I think they might do that. Think so? Probably. I, I don't see anybody else. I mean, who else? Better be if nah, it better be if doesn't get the Canelo fight. I can see that. Right? I can see that. And that's the name. There we go. That I was trying to come up. That I was trying to remember. That's the name that the fighter that I feel like that will be really dangerous for Canelo. You think so? Oh, you think so? I think so. Okay, okay. But yeah, there you go. Got there him. That's right a there. second knockdown. Yep. Second body shot knockdown. Um, be ready. I mean, did you think he this fight was going to get stopped? Do you think it was just going to be, he was going to take more of a beating and then that was it? I, I think he, I know, I, I, I it was going to be a stop eventually, I said. Yeah, because like Ramirez just goes back in there, tries to jump on him, body mm-hmm. shot again. You know, Ramirez being patient. Uh, Barrera trying to try to you know, fend them off with the right. Yeah, yeah. But to me, like I said again, it didn't look like Barrera just, it looked like I don't know. He didn't. He didn't look like a threat. Like even when he was landing, it was like Ramirez just went like nope. And again, there yeah, you go. And, and I, I can see why. I can see why you think that way. Because in a, in, a, in a way, it did kind of look like he was just there to survive. Not yeah, really he never way. looked like he was like uh, in in trouble. Ramirez didn't look in trouble in this mm-hmm. fight. He looked he looked good to me. This was a showcase fight. Yep. I thought the fight was gonna go the distance. I thought I thought Barrera was gonna at least be. A little bit more competitive, right? You kind of, uh, kind of push Ramirez a little bit, but it didn't seem like it didn't he. Seem that it way. didn't seem that way. It, it just seemed not. like he went in there, kind of like, I just don't want to get hurt. Don't hurt me. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt me. It, it, that's the mentality. I think he went in there. Just don't hurt me. And, and I don't think he did it. <laughs> no, I don't think he did either. I don't think he really hurt him much, really. Yeah, I don't like, think I so. put him down the body shot, and that was it. And that was it. And that's he, done. And he, I'm pretty sure he left. You know. Healthy, fine, nothing. A little sword to the body, That's but it, he right? Just a sword about the body. it. Got his paycheck, and that was it. That was it. Barrera, I'm assuming this was his last hurrah. I don't think we're gonna see him again on any network. Mm-mm. I think this is this was his last, last kind of ditch effort I to. Think so too, yeah. yeah, last last uh, I, that's the kind of last fight in contention in the top ten. Yeah. 
I think we're maybe next time we we'll see him or hear about him was fighting in like obscure places, fighting on undercards of undercards. He could, yeah. Sadly, he, that's kind of what I see. Him, that's yeah. why I kind of see Burr. Could be starting to uh, see him do that now. I see that, and then Ramirez, like I said, I mean, he has two choices. I'm assuming Gold the Boys gonna put him against uh, Kovalev, which to me, knowing uh, Gold the Boy and knowing Oscar De La Hoya's right now venomous relationship with Canelo at this yeah. moment, they're gonna want to prove that they're the better. They have they have the better Mexican fighter. Yeah. So they might do that. They might try to do that. They might put him know. against Kovalev if, again, like you said, if Canelo is willing to work with Golden Boy, and I doubt he is. <laughs> so I think they're gonna give him Kovalev, and and again, if the Bivol fight with Kov- Canelo doesn't end up happening, then I think I can see Bivol taking the fight. Him, uh, Ramirez, Surdo, and Bivol happening probably end of the year, maybe early next year. Right. That's kind of where I go right. at. All right, let's move on to the last one. And this was the one we, of course, were looking forward to. Again, homegrown, uh, hometown fighter, Joseph Jojo Diaz, mm-hmm. moving up to lightweight to face Javier Fortuna for a uh, interim belt. Interim WBC. Interim yeah. WC belt. So this is my thing. My only critique of this fight, well, I have a few, but my critique was the narrative that the zone commentators try to paint was the weight cut. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, he... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, Diaz did not make weight for his last fight at 130 pounds. He uh, was stripped of the title. First time, it wasn't that this was like his 10th time. Yeah, it was just his first time, yeah. That throughout the 12 rounds, they kept throwing out the weight, the weight cut, the weight cut. He, He missed weight, he missed weight. And I feel it took away from the fight. I think them painting that narrative took away from the fight because... The fight, like I called it, was going to be an ugly fight. It was, wasn't. Neither guy was going to look good, which the neither guy did. It was an ugly fight. Mm, it, it wasn't. It wasn't ugly, but it wasn't yeah, good. It wasn't, it wasn't too ugly. But, yeah, it yeah. wasn't good. But it was a little bit bad. Pretty, yeah. Neither guy looked good. No, no, they did not. But but I'm assuming the people who watched the fight were thinking, well, Diaz didn't look good because of the weight cut. Yeah, which I'm had sure. nothing to do with no, it. No, it did not. He one thirty four point four. He made that weight comfortably. He did. He looked filled out. I think. I think they mentioned that too. He doesn't look, you know, kind of flabby. No, like he he looks good. At hundred at the weight one hundred thirty five. Yeah, look at the color in his skin. He looked color. Yeah. Um, Beerus. So, what are your thoughts? You saw this fight live. What did you thought? I did. I, I saw this fight, and I thought this was this was really good. Um, by like by the by like maybe you know the sixth seventh round. I was I can just hear the people going. He just he does not look at one thirty five. You get me? It's not his weight. I remember thinking that like I know that I'm gonna hear that, which that's that's bullshit. I go because I knew automatically that he's in a ring with a guy like Fortuna who is pretty complicated, and he's gonna make you work, you know, for that win. So I was entertained by it. It was pretty ugly. I think third round there was a pretty nasty headbutt. So that to me. For a moment, I thought, "Shit, this this is gonna go probably downhill," because I thought that the judges were gonna give the you know most of the points, most of the rounds to Fortuna, because they're probably thinking he's causing so much damage. That was my fear, but uh, I like to think they they kept it under control of the blood. But I thought the fight was very good. Fortuna did show some fatigue towards the end. Jojo Diaz, man, he pulled through, and as I as I said, yeah, no, he didn't look good, but of course not, because he's fighting a guy like Fortuna. Mm. And the whole fight, I said, I would have loved to see what Ryan Garcia would have done. What would have been his answers? How he would have, you know, controlled this guy. Because Diaz, he, he, he had a tough fight. This was not easy. But he got the job done. 
So I'm very proud that you know he got the victory. You know, my I mean, hats off again for both men. Both men showed you know an incredible heart. They both wanted that win, but of course that night JoJo showed a bit more. Oh, I mean, my bad. I'm trying to sniff. Um, <laughs> I saw this fight last night after um, last night before we did the show. Um, to me, like I said, this was not going to be an easy fight for Diaz. It was not going to be an easy fight for Fortuna. It was no. going to be an ugly fight. Um, it, both guys were going to sit in the pocket. I said there was going to be a lot of interference from the ref, which there was more oh towards ju- more towards Diaz, God. which I think is kind of like, come on. I mean, that was annoying me, both yeah. guys are hitting each other behind be below the behind the head. You should have penalized both. I don't think Diaz deserved the penalization. Fortuna was doing it too. Fortuna was putting his head down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortuna was doing a lot of the boxing here. Uh, was uh, pushing forward, then put a, went on his bicycle. It was a back and forth fight, but it was yeah. obvious that Diaz was winning this fight. Yes. He, he was more of the aggressor, the body shots. I felt like you said, you know, you're right. I think Fortuna got tired. I think Diaz was landing the body shots. I felt that he could have stopped. I think it was the 10th round he could have stopped him, right? It was the, yeah, yes, it was the 10th round where I was like, if 30 more seconds, I think Diaz would have at least put him down. I don't know about the actual getting the knockout, but I like to believe he would, he put up, would have put him down. But I'll, I'll say this, Dropped though. Mm-hmm. Diaz, uh, and this is no disrespect to Joseph Jojo Diaz if he's listening or anybody in his team is listening. <laughs> I don't think he has that one punch ruin people's life power. I think he has that kind of like respectable kind of stinging, yeah. buzzing power. Like, you know, he may buzz a guy, but not enough because I think there were moments where he was landing these shots and Fortuna never relented, never looked like, okay, I'm going to change this game plan. So to me, he he's going to have to be that overwhelming fighter. And I, I agree with you. I, I think um, I want to see Diaz fight it one more time at 135, maybe against someone else. I think this was the for his debut in this division. I I could see a lot of people criticizing, saying, "Well, you know, you know, he's not a bigger guy in this division. He he's lost a step." I mean, fighting Fortuna, I'm sorry, like you're not gonna look good. Not gonna look good. Not gonna look good. And, I, and I, again, I got that impression. You know, you're not gonna look good. Like even this fight, I mean, Diaz could these guys could fight ten times, and I don't think Diaz is ever gonna look good in this no. fight. You know, these guys could fight ten times, and they're not gonna look that good. Um, I like to see Diaz fight one more time. Maybe another another fight at 135. Maybe some against someone else. But I mean, he showed championship heart. He never he relented. Did. He kept coming back. He, uh, he, I think he, I think he did, I think he did a better job inside fighting than uh, Fortuna. The body shots. I was, I really loved seeing those body shots that Diaz kept throwing, kept landing. And you know, and the, and the thing with Diaz, like, and I, and uh, I always had to compare him to Juan Diaz, the baby bull. I remember, yeah, I, remember I gotta compare him. Like the guy has heart, volume puncher. You know, he's in there with you. Look right there; he's just in there. Like, in look at that. Yeah. Like I mean, watching the highlights of this thing, he's in there in the pocket, phone booth fight. Both guys are trying to look at that. He hit him with that body shot right there, and they're just in there. Look at that, great body yeah. puncher, relentless. You know, he's like a pit bull. He, like he when he gets into something, he's not gonna let go. Um, I'll agree with you too. I think Fortuna. Um, I would love to see what uh, Ryan Garcia would have done against yeah. a guy like Fortuna, because like I said, for Fortuna, anywhere he fights, he makes it an ugly fight. He does. It's an ugly. It's an ugly dog fight. Like you have to have, you got to be a dog. And I think Diaz had to be a a, a tough. Yeah, he had. To, it had to be a dog fight. Dude, look, look at that. Look, look at that. It's just those combinations <laughs> from Diaz. This was a dog fight. Would you say that his? Uh, 
maybe his punches oh. just overwhelmed. Right there. Here we go. Dude, see, like, he looked Already good. seven seconds in. I'm over here like 30 more seconds. He would have put him down. Diaz would have put down Fortuna. Yeah, he would have. But. It, it was it was an ugly dogfight. But it part was, of me was this. Like, was his punching overwhelming him? Diaz punches were overwhelming him? You think maybe? I think so, look, because even in. Mm-hmm. And, and what did I say? The, the, the last three championship, the last rounds, yeah, which I call the championship rounds, were going to be the telling of the fight. That was going to say who was going to win this fight, who wanted to win this fight. Yep. And I felt Diaz came on, you know, turned, you know, turned on the, the heat. But against a guy like Fortuna, again, I'll say it again, you're not going to look good. No. You know, and I would love to see Brian Garcia fight like that because I think, I don't, to be honest, I don't think Ryan Garcia has the fucking dog in him to fight that type of fight. I don't think he has a dog in him. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I, and, you know, I know people are going to be like, oh, what do you say? You know, you're fucked up. You know, he has mental issues. For that reason, I don't think he has the, <laughs> for that reason, I don't think he has the, he don't have the dog in him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't see, I, I just don't see, Ryan Garcia is this versus Victor Ortiz. When the oh, fight, I feel, I feel, I, when, I, mentioned that before. I feel when the fight gets tougher, He's in a quit. I mean, you saw how uh, Eddie was to him after the round. He got dropped, man. It was all... He wasn't really giving him instructions, right? It was just mostly he was trying to lift up his confidence. Like, you're the best. Right? And that was very true. Like, you didn't hear much about, like, he need to do this. It was more like, no, man, you're the best. You're young. You're... He was trying to get back his confidence. So imagine you're in a dogfight. And you got this guy at you. He's not letting. He's not letting you look good. And it's round after round. Like, what do you do? To me, that's why I say I wanted to see. What he do, I don't think he has a dog in him. I don't think he has. A, I don't think he has a dog in him to to be in those type of fights. Diaz Diaz has already been in these type of fights. Diaz is good. And another reason why I say if if the if the fight with Tank happens, I don't fucking see him beating Tank. Uh, Ryan Garcia. I see Diaz giving a good fight, but I think I think Diaz still gets I think Diaz gets put away from Tank. No, no offense to, to Joseph Diaz, I um, mean hometown hero of mine, but mm-hmm. I think the Tank fight would be interesting too. Not but interesting I think uh, I think Tank gets that gets that win. Um, Joseph Diaz, Diaz did an interview with uh, was it Max? Was it Chris Mannix? Chris Mannix. Chris, I don't know shit about boxing Mannix, <laughs> and asked him, "Hey, who do you want to fight next?" Yeah. Two opponents he called out. Called out two opponents. Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, be right. What do you want to see? I would love to see both. Since he's the now he basically he's the number one contender for David Haney's belt. That should be next. Even though David Haney his, his uh, comments were funny where he's saying, like, look at that, he called out Ryan Garcia when he's a mandatory to my belt. Yeah. And then of course, you know, Diaz came back calling him a pussy to make the fight happen, he goes. <laughs> do you think that fight gets made? It has to. I think so. You're fighting a former world champ. Right. And they're both... You get me? Like, this, this, no network is going to be involved in this bullshit. Well, as far as we know, Devin Haney's a free agent. He, he's, uh, he did oh, that's not, right. He did not renew a contract with that's Matchroom. Right. So, I don't know if he's... There we go. There should be no fucking problem as well, right there. So, I think that, that should be next. I would love to see the Ryan Garcia fight, but to me, it makes more sense. Because it makes no sense. You're the number one contender for David Haney, but yeah, you're not fighting the manager you're fighting. So... I don't know. That's how I see it. Fight David Haney. But if that, for some reason, if that falls through, why not the Ryan Garcia fight? I think they, I like to see the David Haney fight. I'd love to see that fight. I like to see that fight. I think, uh, I think Diaz, we saw what, uh, I think Diaz, D, Diaz is kind of, Diaz is kind of, I think 
not overrated, underrated. Underrated. He's an underrated fighter. Mm-hmm. I think people don't like to give him a lot of credit. I mean, you know, look at the Gary Russell fight. Stepped up. Really stepped good. up. Stepped up to the plate. Mm-hmm. The Tevin Farmer fight. Fucking stepped up to the plate. I think when he fights a guy that everyone thinks he's going to lose or he's going to be outclassed, he goes and proves you wrong. Yeah. Gary Russell Jr. Everyone thought he, that Gary Russell was going to blow this kid out of the water. He gave Gary Russell the toughest fight. Oh, my God. And Since I think, then. And I think, yeah, that, that, I'm pretty sure that motivated him even more after that loss. You know, Tevin Farmer, with a bad cut, he refused he, to let yep. that cut interfere. Oh, he made sure he made a he made that a fight. And and, mm-hmm. and even in, in right now in the Fortino fight, you know, he refused to get frustrated. Yep. The patience in him, because I think a lot of fighters would have been frustrated in this fight. Like this oh, guy yeah. is not letting me hit him clean. There's a clinch. The it's just it's it's ugly. Like, oh I just I, and I doubt fighters love fighting that style, but mm-hmm. you know, Diaz showed the maturity and he stuck to his guns. Yep. And he won the fight. And I think that's a and I think the Devin Haney fight would be good because you know, it's another step up for Joseph Diaz, which I think at this moment, if anybody's going to think this is an easy fucking fight for Devin Haney, mm-hmm. then you don't know shit about boxing. Cause I just meant, <laughs> I just mentioned, I just mentioned Diaz, Russ, Gary Russell Jr. Diaz versus Tim Farmer and, and how people un- thought he was going to get white. He was going to get washed yeah. out and he gave the best performances of his career. What do you think he's going to do against a Devin Haney when everyone's probably going to think, oh, it's Devin Haney's going to beat your ass. You don't got the power to fucking hurt him. You don't got this. You don't... That's motivation for that's motivation for, right there, for yeah. Joseph. That's that's yeah. motivation. I love to see yeah, that fight. And for Devin Haney, it's a good it's a good fighter to have on your resume at this moment. I agree. It's Very a good, good resume. Good resume. You're beating a former world champ who is right now the number one contender in your title. Not a bad... No. I think that's a fight to make. I don't see Ryan... To me... Ryan shouldn't be in discussion in anything right now. Ryan's hanging. Ryan Garcia's hanging his hat on the Luke Campbell fight and Luke Campbell fight alone. Yes, yes, yes. That's all he's hanging his hat on. I'm sorry. Do something else. (laughs) You had the opportunity. You had the opportunity right here. Yep. Yep. You had the opportunity. You whatever. You know, I'm not here to criticize the his mental issues or whatever. But if that's the case, that's cool. But. You can't say you have mental issues, but then you're out there talking shit on social media when one of your rivals gets hurt saying you would do the same thing. Or when uh, when your other rival is doing pay-per-view numbers and exceeding the expectation that people have for him, and you're out there saying that that's the dream fight. But you're home saying you have mental issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard to say that. So, until yeah. yeah. Ryan Garcia fights a notable opponent or at least steps up his competition, he should just shut the hell up at this moment because... Right now, the 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 rest of the pack is starting to separate from him. Tank just separated himself from Ryan. Devin Haney just separated himself from Ryan. Joseph Diaz separated himself from Ryan. Tiafima Lopez was supposed to separate himself, but even then, I'll say it right now, he separated himself. Ryan Garcia is hanging his fucking hat on just one fight, mm-hmm. which is the Luke Campbell fight, which he got hurt. Yep. Other than that, what else are you hanging your hat on? Nothing. That's pretty much it. That's it's it. Just so, that. so to me, I'm not going to discuss him. That's and, it. And I also really like what uh, Diaz said. He 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 told the other fighters, you know, hey, stop being a bunch of pussies. He goes, give this guy, give Fortuno a shot. Step, you know, step up the plate and fight this guy, because he did. Yeah, so Fortuno the type of guy that, um, how can I say, for like I said, Fortuna, like I said last on the last episode, Fortuna is the type of fighter that never has never gotten the 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 boxing world behind them. Yeah. 
And maybe because of his style, the politics, but he's the type of guy that nobody wants to fight because of the yeah. same reason. He just, yeah. Yep. And I'm pretty sure a lot of fighters saw that fight be like, okay, yeah, JoJo got the win, but yeah, he's 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 very difficult uh, to get in the ring with. So real quick before we end the show, real quick, mm-hmm. be ready. So it says Thriller's planning to hold Lopez Cambrosa in Australia. Cambozos in Australia. Yeah, what are your yeah, thoughts on that? And of course, Teofimo Lopez said that he'd rather just fucking vacate. It says, Thriller plans stage Teofimo Lopez, George Cambozo, lightweight title fight on October 17th in Sydney, Australia. This is through Ryan Kavanaugh. I, you know what? Lopez's manager said <laughs> that he'd vacate the title rather than fight in Australia. I believe him. I believe him when I hear that, but I believe it. So is if, it, if it goes down to, he, you know, he has to vacate it, he'll fucking do it. And I think that's when he'll be like, all right, I'm going to start campaigning at 140 now. Well, this title is only for the IBF. It's not for all his titles. No, exactly, yeah. Kind of goes a little bit to my prediction that this fight is not going to happen. Right? It's like you said, it's, it's leading towards that. It's, it's leading not, towards that they're not going to It sucks see. because I've been, you know, I've been, since the win, right, against Lomachenko, we've been, we've been meaning to see him again. And... Who knows? Maybe he'll get a fight very soon. Maybe he will get a fight in October. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see what hopefully. happens. All right, next and last topic. Tyson Fury Wilder is officially canceled. Slated for October. It's supposed to happen in two weeks, I believe. Yeah, so now it's going to happen in October. B-Ray, what are your thoughts on this? I don't, I don't know, know if anyone uh, saw our, uh, our post. Right. <laughs> I mean, Tyson Fury does have a record of pulling out of fights. Yes, he does. And this is now a, the third time he's pulled out of a fight. Yep. Is history going to repeat itself? I don't know. Um, COVID-19 has affected a lot of people. But at this time, with the and as far as I know, he took vaccine, He took the first vaccine. The he, didn't first take, one, he never took the second one. But even then, with everything we know now, like, are you really that dumb not to take care of your training camps? Like, <laughs> are you just allowing anybody to walk in? I mean... You get what I'm saying? Like I know what you're saying. Yes. Knowing what we know now and how to protect ourselves from this virus. In 2021, people are still getting COVID. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It To me, it's kind of dumb. I agree. That you're catching COVID in 2021. Knowing, the, knowing what we know now compared to what last year where we were like, wow, how, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even now here in the studios, we're very vigilant how everything happens. Lucky enough, mm-hmm. everybody here has been vaccinated. We still we still follow protocols with, you know, sanitizing our hands, doing things here and there to make everybody comfortable. You Now, not once since this uh, pandemic has started, has, we have stopped doing this show because someone here has tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Even the people we bring in here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It, it's dumb. Um, I'm hoping this fight does get made. I hope this fight does happen in October and there's not another excuse. Yeah, I really, um, I really agree because October, I'm just like, damn, we got to wait another couple months. What's your but... What's your thoughts that the old old media is trying to get Dylan White in? They're saying, well, you know, Wilder, you can fight Dylan White. I don't know. To me, I mean, I, of course, we will watch if it does happen, but I'm sure Wilder's like, no, fuck no. I didn't I, fight. I didn't right? fight all this to get to get a rematch. Exactly. So just like if I Dylan White. Mm-hmm. I I know. I just want Fury. Fury? Why didn't they get on Fury's back to fight Dylan White? When he was out there, you know, still celebrating his win against fucking Wilder. Why didn't he take the yeah, fucking Dylan White true. fight? I don't know why they did that. You know why what I mean? Why didn't they do that? Remember he said, I'm going to stay active. I'm going to fight this year. They didn't fight for shit. He did not. 
Hasn't fought since. So why are you there. giving him? I mean, whatever. It's, it's another topic for another day. <laughs> but that's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. You got our reviews from all three fights. Four fights. We did four fights yeah. here. But um, beer, anything you want to add? No, man. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening for this review. And I'm sure we'll come back this week. I'm pretty sure, right, for the Charlo fight. You know, this Peter Super Welterweight yep. title of the in the of the world. The sorry. world. <laughs> Yeah, we'll give you our prediction on that fight and plus any other boxing news that's going to come around during the week. Yep. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Helps with the visibility of tonight's episode and future episodes we have. Don't forget to go to our Teespring account. Get your Jamboree boxing tank top. It's yes. getting hot out there, gentlemen. Fuck yeah. Get it. You know, when you're barbecuing and you're talking boxing, you turn around and you say, I get my predictions. They usually, they're never right from this podcast, <laughs> the Jamboree <laughs> boxing podcast. Don't forget, like we said last week, all proceeds from the sales of these shirts will go to our cousin right now who is needing the help. So, and like I said, below the description, if you guys um, don't want to buy merch, but you guys want to straight directly donate to our cousin, the GoFundMe page link will be on the below the description of this episode. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your Monday. Hopefully, you guys um, had your breakfast, lunch, or dinner listening yep. to us. Yep. We'll be back this week. Other than that, where else? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.